0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com and by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for December 13, 2010, and now the news. And we start today in China, where car sales continue to grow and so do exports. According to Gasgu, through the first 11 months of the year, China's car exports were up nearly 70% to 480,000 units compared to last year. Even though exports of passenger cars fell in November, commercial vehicles more than made up the slack. Cherry is the top exporter, followed by Chang'an and Great Wall. But not all automakers are doing that well in the booming market. Turns out Suzuki's not only having problems in the United States, its operations in China are going nowhere. Gascou reports that five months after launching the Kazashi in China, the company has only sold 50 of them. Suzuki's attempt to form a joint venture with Chinese automaker Chang'an failed. It closed its sales office in Shanghai, and it just changed its top management in China. But while Suzuki is stumbling badly in China, Volvo and its new owner, Geely, have agreed to build three plants that could make 600 Volvos a year there. However, sounds like these plans will move slowly. Volvo's management is afraid of moving too fast since the company is still losing money. The first move reportedly will be to take over an existing Geely plant that makes the Glegal GX718 in Chengdu and convert it to make the Volvo S60. Now to the world of motor racing. Group Lotus PLC is buying into the Renault Formula One team. The new team will be renamed Lotus Renault GP and will be racing next year. But this is where it gets confusing. There already is a Team Lotus in Formula One, and yet the two are not at all connected to each other. Meanwhile, back in the States, GM salaried workers will not be getting any pay raises next year, despite the fact the company is making boatloads of profits. According to the Detroit News, GM says its salaried workers already earn pay that's on a par with other companies after an increase this year. The pay freeze is only for a worker's base salary, not for any incentives. But that didn't stop GM CEO Dan Ackerson from lobbying the federal government last week to allow pay raises for some top executives. He says the company is losing key people and is having trouble hiring top talent because of government-mandated pay restrictions. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the only hybrid on the market that will not cost you any more money than its non-hybrid version. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. With Mercury soon to be a thing of the past, Ford is continuing to grow its luxury brand Lincoln not only with new product but also an image makeover. Lincoln unwrapped its new MKZ hybrid in Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago with another hybrid, this one in the form of a product presentation that upgraded the brand's image at the same time. In a room overlooking the National Harbor complex and filled with automotive and lifestyle journalists, the brand skipped the normal podium presentations, instead opting for a roundtable discussion on the role of luxury goods in today's world. And so putting that spin on Explaining it in those terms kind of opens up automotive journalists and lifestyle journalists to looking at the car beyond just four wheels that get you from point A to point B. You look at the automobile as a lifestyle tool, something that enables emotional connections, um, promotes promote, uh, productivity for the worker. It changes the dynamic. Understanding the target market is helpful, but driving the car is still the dynamic that sells. So reporters hit the Virginia hills with the MKZ's 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine and its 191 horsepower. As a mid-sized luxury hybrid, Lexus is pretty much the car's competition. But that didn't stop Lincoln from spotlighting its best-in-class fuel economy around 39 miles to the gallon combined, because that's what research tells them the luxury customer wants. Over the last few years, we've seen a real shift in the way that luxury customers approach the market. Previously, customers in this segment were all about performance. Once gas hit $4 a gallon and the economy started to tumble, we saw a shift. And there are customers now that are more fuel economy focused. In fact, today when we look at the numbers, about 20% of the customers prioritize fuel economy over performance. And so this vehicle that we have here today delivers the perfect product for them. The company insists no matter where you drive the MKZ Hybrid, when the green consumer starts to see those eco-friendly flowers popping up on the IP, that the car will be saving in three key categories. Over its 10-year life, Lincoln says an owner will save almost 3,000 gallons of gasoline, 58,000 pounds of CO2, and more than $8,000 compared to a similar-sized gasoline-powered non-hybrid version. The MKZ Hybrid starts at just over $35,000, the exact same price as Lincoln's V6 non-hybrid version of the car. Hey, don't forget to tune in tonight to OpenLine, the biggest party line in the world where you can call in and join in on the conversation or just sit back and listen. That's tonight, Open Line starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.